the cost to me, my personal brand, the cost to the globe brand was, oh, I see. We got a couple crazy dot-com CEOs. We maybe shouldn't trust them. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, financial grown-up friends. How much thought do you give to your personal brand, to the images that you post on social media or that are posted about you, with you in them, that you are tagged in? Do you think it impacts your career or your future career, your business, if you're an entrepreneur, your life? What would it have been like if social media weren't even around yet and yet you were the one creating social media? It's very meta. But so is this whole interview because I actually interviewed our guest who was the CEO of a company called theglobe.com, the co-founder, Seth Paternow, back in the dot-com boom and bust. And I remember all the buzz that he got. It wasn't always focused on his company. A lot of it was on his personal life, on his clubbing, and even what he wore when he was out of the clubs. Kind of like many young adults who were in their 20s, that was a thing that people were doing at the time. He was quite normal, except most of those other 20-somethings, I'd say pretty much all of those other 20-somethings, were not worth close to $100 million on paper. Welcome, everyone. If you are new, so glad you are joining us. We talk to high achievers here on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. They share unique money stories and how we can learn from them and also some everyday money tips. Let's get to Steph Paternow and the time that he and his co-founder, Todd Kreiselman, were literally in college, and it should be noted that they did not drop out, by the way, while they were building their company, theglobe.com. Now, they stayed in college specifically because it wasn't so clear that this internet was going to be a thing. Steph actually said that. He really wasn't sure that the internet would be a thing that would actually be a thing. All right, stay to the end to hear more about what Steph is up to now. He is disrupting a new industry, and I think you're going to be very interested. Here is Steph Paternow. Hey, Steph Paternow, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Good to be here. I just finished reading the re-released new and improved version of your book, A Very Public Offering, the story of theglobe.com and the first internet revolution. It was a total page turner, and I'm glad it got re-released in large part because of a new series that features you and someone playing the part of you, which we'll talk about. It's a little bit weird. Uh, National Geographic series, Valley of the Boom, which I am truly enjoying. So welcome. Thank you. By the way, what was it like when you found out that they were casting someone to play you? Is that weird? Oh, it was weird. I was shocked because they had already engaged with me to come and participate in their documentary interview. And I'd already put in hours of being interviewed. And, you know, in my mind, it was nothing more than an expanded sort of news segment or a documentary about the past. Since my current company slated is in the film industry, I have a lot of film industry contacts. And the last thing I expected was to hear from film industry friends <laughs> who were like, hey, Steph, uh, I just got this casting notice. You know, I had friends who were casting directors and actors. Yeah. Both parties were getting in touch with me saying, oh, yeah, so they're looking for uh, 
young, charismatic actor to play a Steph Paterno and another to play a Mark Andreessen and a Todd Kreiselman. And that's when I realized, oh, my God, I'd just been pulled into something that I had no idea about. I got to tell you, Steph, your story doesn't need a whole lot of embellishment. And I'm excited about the money story that you're going to share because it has to do with personal branding and the impact that can have on your financial success or failure of your company. And this all happened before social media was a thing. I mean, you guys were inventing social media. And yet this is kind of meta stuff, I think. Tell us your money story. CNN decided to do a documentary on us where they wanted to follow us and see what the life was of a public company dot com CEOs 24. And they followed Todd out to the Hamptons where he had organized an impromptu badminton game and a barbecue, and it was all very quaint. And then I decided, well, I'll go show them what I've been doing, you know, when I need to let off steam, and that is to go clubbing. And why don't I kick it up a notch? And for once, I'll wear these crazy vinyl black pants I bought. You know, that'll make the story sexier. They also recorded me at my home, and one of the producers, when I was off camera, had asked me, like, oh, my gosh, so are you, are you ready to live it up, Steph, now? I mean, now that you're a billionaire, are you ready to live it up? And being that I'm, I'd grown up in England and I have a very sarcastic sense of humor, I just played along and said, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm ready to live a disgusting and frivolous lifestyle. I mean, that's the idea, right? And they filmed me going out to a nightclub and dancing on the tables. And I made sure really sort of to, to give them exactly the visual story I knew that would play well and would be what, the, what their audience wants to believe about these dot-com days. And the juxtaposition of me dancing on the tables with this audio clip of me talking about a disgusting and frivolous lifestyle, they played that on CNN. And that, and then they put that all summer long. It kept playing over and over as the hot dot-com story. Oh my. I got so much from so many people, including my partner, saying, why would you say that? Why would you do that? And I was like, look, this is, you know, this is all part of the building the brand of the company and living the life that they want to imagine we live. And by the way, not for nothing, but once since this has been airing, we've had tens of thousands more users sign up to our site. Yeah. But the cost, the cost to me, my personal brand, the cost to the Globe brand was, oh, I see. We got a couple crazy dot-com CEOs. We maybe shouldn't trust them. People love to look for reasons when something isn't going well of why it's not going well. And if you give the media or if you give your an audience one reason to dislike you or to paint you with, uh, to say why everything's going badly, then you're doing yourself a huge disservice. So Steph, what is the takeaway for our listeners? Be careful of taking your story or overselling or over-dramatizing or doing something like what I did, where you know you gave them a cool visual and a ridiculous piece of audio, and you're giving them something they can hit you on the head with later. And do you feel it uh, hurt your finances? Did it hurt your ability to go back for more money and uh, other things? Did it, did it hurt the uh, image? In the, it, helped, it seems like it helped to drive users to your website, but there's two sides of the business that were going on. Yeah, so the truth is, is that if your business fails, it's not because you once wore plastic pants on a TV show. If your business fails, that's what people will say because it's just easy to paint people with the most, you know, the simplest character assassination is what people like to use. But the truth is, is if your business is failing, it's usually because either your customers aren't satisfied by the product or your advertisers are fleeing or there's not enough revenue in the market to cover the costs of your of your of your business and your infrastructure. So the reasons the globe failed uh, ultimately have very little to do with 
you know, one particular interview segment that just simply gave people ammunition to become haters and troll us. There's so many other factors that can bring down your business. I think the takeaway here is stay focused on your business. For your everyday money tip, you wanted to talk about an acronym that I don't know even existed back in the day, FOMO, fear of missing out. FOMO, I think the term got coined in the late 90s, the fear of missing out, meant that you're operating often from a place of fear. Uh, If you're seeing everyone get rich quick because they're investing in dot-coms, well, then you're going to be apt to want to quickly invest in anything with a dot-com as well, and you're going to throw your money at a bunch of dot-com stuff, and and for a while, it's probably going to grow, and you're going to feel okay until you realize that you had no clue what you were investing in, and when the market craps out, you go down with it. So you don't want to invest ever because you're seeing everyone else getting rich from a particular area. By the way, that just happened in 2017 with the crypto space. Yep. Right? Everyone was so getting true. into ICOs. Mm-hmm. Everyone was operating from a place of fear. If you don't invest, you're going to be poor. You got to invest. Your latest venture, Slated. Tell us more about that and the other projects that you have on deck. I decided every movie getting made shouldn't be a miracle. There should be much more a method to the madness of filmmaking. And there's probably a much more intelligent way that people in this industry should be able to find great projects, assemble teams, find financing, and execute on their vision. And I saw this occurring in the tech space with uh, marketplaces like AngelList, which were making it way easier for anyone to set up a startup, find talent, find financing, uh, you know, discover what the growth metrics were that were important, and really grow a successful business. And so we took the model of AngelList, we reinvented it for the film industry, and now Slated is the leading online film finance marketplace. Half of all the movies that have been nominated for Academy Awards the last few years are made by Slated producers, directors, writers, and we're just increasingly getting those successful filmmakers to put their next films on Slated and getting those financed. And so, you know, it, it took me a long time to put my CEO hat back on and to find my passions that married film, technology, the reinvention of money uh, online and and marry those all together and really take a shot again at building a company. Well, congratulations on your success throughout the decades because you really have had such an incredible run and you're still just beginning with new projects. Where can people find out more? Uh, They can find me on Twitter at Stefan Paterno or on Instagram at Stefan Paterno or on Facebook at Stefan Paterno. If only it was at theglobe.com. Oh, what could have been, Steph? What could have been, yep. But thank you so much. This was great. Thanks, Bobby. What an amazing story. Financial one-up tip number one. You know that expression, dance like no one is watching. So freeing, so empowering. So not realistic in this day and age because you know everyone's watching. Unfortunately, you have to live like someone is watching. Like it or not, the lines are blurring between our work and personal and something you think you do only amongst friends could be public faster than you can click post. Act appropriate. If you have a Finsta, that's a fake Instagram, I get it. Just remember, it's still out there and you just never know. Financial going up tip number two. If you fail, get up. Steph was down, oh, $100 million. Yes, it was all on paper, but it sure felt real to him. He has done so much since those days. And because he kept strong relationships 
with the investors that believed in him, he was able to start new businesses, new investments, and have new success. Keep an eye on Steph and his film finance business slated. I expect to continue to see big things. Lots of disruption happening in that industry. Thank you for all of your support of not just Financial Grown Up, but my new podcast, Money in the Morning with Joe Saul Sihai of Stacking Benjamins fame. Truly appreciate if you tell your friends and subscribe to both. And big thanks to Steph Paterno for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.